you know, we need to get back on top of, of you know, this podcast. And, I, you know, one of the things that Ben and I sitting here talking today, no Tyler, of course. Where's Tyler? It's on vacation. I bet you Tyler ain't wearing drawers right now. <laughs> Wherever he is. <laughs> you know, Tyler's one of those dudes that he, I don't know. Look, here's the thing about Tyler. When he goes on vacation, does he really vacation? Who knows? Like, no, seriously. Does he go all the way in like he's going to lay down and, you know, sit by the pool or is, is you know, is he going to be a guy? What kind of vacationer is he? Is I think he's, a, I think he's, a, you know, he's going to do, he's going to be an adventurer vacation. Oh, for sure. I don't see him sitting, sitting on the beach all no, day long. Drinking Mai Tais. Yeah. No, I, I don't, I don't see, see, that. see that. He's doing something. Yeah, he's out, he's out. Surfing, wakeboarding, something. Riding horses yeah. on the beach. Streaking. Yeah. Streaking. <laughs> yeah. Only thing that keeps him together is Tiff, yeah. basically. But So anyway, all that to say is Tyler's not with us today. No. So it's just, a, it's just you, me, and our, and our dear children listen to this episode. <laughs> <laughs> our children ain't listening to this at all. Uh, I, I do want to say, I mean, we have a lot of good news coming up in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, stay tuned. We got a big yes. announcement coming up. We wanted stay to wait for tuned. Tyler to, to release the announcement. We, and we are. But it's exciting. Yeah. yeah I'll, I'll, I'll tease it with this. Everything that you love about this show is about to be much better. Multiplied by yes, about 10. And look a lot better. Yeah. And everything that you hate about this show is probably going to stick around. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so, you know, you know, the one thing that, that uh, you know, I, I can't go, I want to elaborate on that, but I can't. Uh, and, and I'll wait for Tyler. It's, it's called cliffhanger team. in the business. Yeah, this is, just, yeah. just tune in next week. Tune in next week. You'll, okay. you'll hear next week. So talk to me about, you know, you and I have had this discussion. Yeah. I, I want you to, you know, what, what did you do this past weekend? What were you watching? Yeah, and before we get to that, it, we, peeling back the curtain a little bit, we try to stay away from political conversations on this show. Number one, we're beaten down with it. Yep. Everywhere you look, everybody's yep. talking politics. And number two, there's just no winning. Doesn't matter yep. what your viewpoint is. Yeah. You're not going to win. There's going to be, and, and that's fine. It's fine to have disagreements. The problem is we forget that it's okay to have disagreements. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so it turns into, well, you said something I didn't like, so I hate you forever. Exactly. Never talk to me again. Mm -hmm. So now on the one hand, yeah, we do need to address topics, relevant topics. And we are today. But on the other hand, we're, we're hoping that this show is a little bit of an escape while still giving you guys principles and guidelines and, and lessons learned that are going to help you as you go throughout the day. So again, peeling back the curtain a little bit, the way these topics come up is basically we're just... You're scratching your, your balls this week <laughs> in front of the TV. You're like, hey, I have an idea. Yeah. No, yeah. literally, that's, yeah. that's almost how it goes. <laughs> Some pops up in either my head or Darren's head or Tyler's head, and we say, let's just talk about this. We don't plan anything. We don't write anything out. Right. Nothing like that. So to our detriment sometimes, probably, <laughs> yeah. that's how topics come up. And this topic came up this weekend. And what's going on this weekend or what was going on last weekend was the presidential election. Yeah. And we found out, was that Friday or Saturday? No, Saturday. Saturday. Saturday, Saturday they declared Biden the winner. Right. And, you know, whatever your views are on Biden or, or Trump, that, that's not the point of this episode. The point of this episode is what I saw was people, thousands, hundreds of thousands of people in the streets dancing, celebrating. Mm -hmm. Social media was going crazy. Finally, you know, life is good again. Life has changed. Everything's all good. Now, if you're saying all that and your reason to celebrate, 
is because you don't like Trump's tweets or you don't like his personality or your policy or, or whatever or whatever. Yeah. That's fine. That totally understandable yeah. if that's why you're excited. But the thought that kept running back through my head and the real conversation we're going to have today is when people are talking about how now life is all of a sudden going to be so much better for them mm-hmm. because of the person that's now in the White House. Right. And what just kept replaying in my head thinking about that was how? Yeah. Shit, I can tell you. Can I can I jump in yeah, and, jump and elaborate in. on Please that? Go. This shit ain't gonna change. Look, I, I'll just be. I'll call it what it is. Like I don't look at, I, you know, regardless of the presidential situation, how I look at life is it's if I want change, it's coming from me because yes. there's nothing else that someone else because they came into that office, how it's gonna change my life. Now I may have some benefits sure. here and there, you know, give or take, but. In the end, you know, the birds are going to freaking chirp in the morning, right? Mm -hmm. And tomorrow is, you know, there's nothing promised. And whatever it is that I want in life, it starts with me. Right. It's, I mean, not who's in the office. Mm -hmm. It starts with me. So how do I force change? Well, it is, maybe it's me getting up lower, myself getting up a little earlier doing the little things that I need to do. But if I'm expecting handouts or someone to come and save me, that ain't happening. That ain't happening. happening. So, you know, when you call me up, you're like, man, all these celebrations. I was right there on the same lock heat step as you. Like, I I get it. Let's celebrate. If, If, you know, depending on what side you're on, you know, celebrate and have a good time, man. But in the end, mm-hmm. if the expectation is that the, your life is going to all of a sudden, the flowers are going to grow yeah. <laughs> in front of your yard, yeah. you're going to start yeah. making a lot more money or whatever it is. Yeah, that's just not that's just not the reality. Yeah, that that was the theme that I kept that I kept seeing was you know life all of a sudden now makes sense. Everything's all good, yeah. and so my question is, wherever you find yourself today whether you're on the right path that you want to be on and you're accomplishing the things that you want to accomplish or you're not right. and, and things have happened in your life, either in your control, out of your control, wherever you find yourself today, who, what's the reason that you're there? Right. Mm. And that's what I want to reflect on today and think about today and ask you and your experience, Darren, because all that you've accomplished, you came, you know, we've talked about on the show before where you come from. Right. A lot of people don't make it out. Mm. And so for you, if you had been looking to outside sources and relying on outside sources and thinking now all of a sudden I've got this figured out because somebody else is going to come save me, right? you'd still be exactly where you were. Exactly. I, but I think you put things, I mean, it, for me, I've always like put, sort of put things in perspective of how is it really directly going to benefit me? And I think with, with age, you realize, like, you just start to realize that everything doesn't the outside influences rarely dictate who you are mm-hmm. and what you have to accomplish in life. So I, I look at things a, a lot differently in, in this aspect of, you know, the way I'm looking at it is it, it all begins with me, everything. Mm-hmm. And regardless of what's happening out there, I have to motivate myself, get my children on the same page uh, do the little things it takes because 
it all falls back on me. I, I told my son a long time ago, a while back, we were talking about finances and all that. And we were actually talking about, it was political. We were talking about the bailout in 07, 06, something like that. I think when, when Bush and Obama were coming in and they, they had a, a huge bailout of these big companies. And, and I was talking to DJ and I was like, man, you know, my whole life, I have been the bailout. Mm. Everything's run through me to bail everybody else out. I don't have it. If I falter, mm -hmm. there is no bailout. There is no one coming to rescue me to say, hey, man, you've fallen on these financial you know, problems and here you go. I don't have that. Right. I, I am the dude. Like if it, if it stops in my family, it stops, the buck stops with me. So what do I'm doing every day? I'm applying self. Whatever I have to do in my life, it starts with right, right here. And I, that's how I want you know, everyone to start looking at themselves like if you if it's your business, it's it starts with you, not the outside right. influence. Would you have it any other way, by the way? Hell no. I wouldn't because I I, I sort of appreciate that journey, man. Yeah. I, I appreciate the fact that, you know, I put myself in a position, um, however we want to say it, if it's if you measure it as successful or not. I put myself in a position where I truly believe in, mm -hmm. in, in self right. and you and we've had arguments and I know I don't want to get off topic, but we've had arguments about guys with the Cowboys being signed. And I always say what bet on who bet on self bet on self mm -hmm. all the damn time without the outside right. influence. I'm betting on myself to get it done. And don't mishear what you're saying. I, I don't want people to mishear what you're saying as you've gotten to where you are only because no. of you. No, you're not saying that I haven't done anything by myself. You're, you're yeah. not saying you, right. all you're saying I mean, you've had people help all along the way. All the right? way, yes. And, and so and I can name them. I can rattle them off, man. Right. I've, I've done nothing by myself. Yeah, exactly. Right. Well, all you're saying is that you've taken accountability of yes. your actions. You haven't looked outside of yourself and blamed other people for why, you're the, why you are where you are mm -hmm. or uh, said, you know, well, well I, would be, I would be this far if this person hadn't hurt me right. or I would be doing this today if I hadn't gotten injured or because if you have those thoughts – and they're very natural. Yes. It, it's hard to fight those thoughts. But you're probably not going to go anywhere. No. You're probably going to be stuck. Whatever situation, if, if you're constantly looking outside of yourself. So what you've got to do is you've got to sit there. You've got to look in the mirror. And you've got to have a hard conversation with yourself. Yeah. yeah. And I've been there before. We've, we've referenced it many, many times on the show. The way my career ended, again, I'm never, I've never once said I should be playing in the NFL. But... It didn't end the way that I, on my terms. Mm -hmm. And for the first year after that injury, I would look in the mirror and I would say, man, if this knee injury hadn't happened, I where been. would I be? Gotcha. I'm sitting here, I'm literally working for $11 an hour mm. at this time in my life. I'm, I'm, I'm nowhere, I'm as far away from the, where I thought I was going to be as I could possibly be. Right, right. And I had nobody to blame but myself. Mm -hmm. Again, that first year I was blaming an outside force. But the reality is, had I been a bigger prospect, I could have overcome that knee injury. Right. Had I worked harder and done things along the way and positioned myself better, that knee injury wouldn't have, wouldn't have truly helped me back. It's an easy excuse, excuse. to make. Yeah. It's a comfortable excuse to make. Yeah. How, how, how many times do you hear people just, it's almost like, a, uh, it's almost like, nursing, uh, like nursing on your mother, like a baby that nurses on, like it's, an, it's a security blanket. And a, and a convenient excuse to say, this is the reason I'm not where I am, as opposed to, you know what? I'm the reason I'm not where I am. Exactly. 
Yeah, and it falling back on mm-hmm. you. And you know, one of the things about this show, doing this show, and having and and going through the interview process, and you know, you know, we talked about it. Like half the times, I get quiet during the show, and because the reason I get quiet during the show is because I love to listen to see how I can add these these new parts of my, you know, things that I'm learning into my own life. How can I make myself better? And that's the reason why I love this show is because we do all these interviews and, and I'll be selfish. I'll tell you I'm selfish in, in, in a lot of ways, but the selfish part of me is I want to grow. I don't want to stay stagnant. So what I, what am I trying to do? Well, what am I trying to accomplish? I'm trying to listen to what, uh, the Jim Hensels of the world Mm -hmm. are saying, so I can take a little bit of piece of that to become a better person. But I know this. I I know one thing. I want to bring on people that are going to bring me value, true value. I don't think there's an outside source that's out there politically that's going to bring me the true value that Mm -hmm. I need to live my day-to-day life in. It's the, 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 the person that I want to be, like, to the core. That's not happening politically. That's happening by me finding the Andy Frisellas of the world and saying, okay, listen, I'm, I'm watching him in his life and how he's doing A, B, C, and D. I'm listening to Jim Hensel on how he knows how to apply certain things. Those are the things that I want to take to, to make me the better person. But I just, you know, when we brought up this topic, I was just thinking, man, I don't know if there's any value that's outside, that's that far outside mm-hmm. that really makes me that much better person. It's going to start with me. Right. The decisions you make, yes. who you choose to be, right? So for you growing up in, in the situation that you did, how easy was it for you? Because I can't think you've always maybe had this mentality, or maybe you have, but if you haven't had all the, always had this mentality, how easy it for, was it for you growing up to blame other people? Oh, man, it was, it's, <laughs> I think that's one of the things that, you know, even today, that naturally, that's the natural aspect of things. That when things aren't going your way, you want to look to see who else, whose fault it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's number one. I think that's just human nature to think, okay, uh, look outside instead of looking within to say, okay, maybe it's my ass that, <laughs> maybe it's my ass yeah. that stinks, yeah. you know, through this process. And, and, and I can relate it to my, my wife for, for one is half the time you have this, you know, I've had, I'll go back on this. There is a lot of narcissism about athletes mm-hmm. because what do you always do? What's the one thing you're always doing as an athlete? You're always building yourself up mm-hmm. to have extreme confidence, right? Right. Over and over and over again. So when things don't go your way, you're sort of like, you know, it's not my fault. I'm the dog. Right. I'm, you know, I'm full yeah. of confidence. You know, what are you talking about? It's never my fault. And you have that kind of mentality. But then when in the real world, in dealing with like specifically my wife, man, sometimes you start to not see your own shit and own problem, your own, you know, faults that you, that you have from, from within. So you, you do play the blame game. I think it's a part of us naturally that does that. I think the strength comes in when you can flat out stop looking outside and start looking in, in, uh, internally to say, you know, what are my problems mm-hmm. and how do I deal with my day-to-day issues? And that's where people don't want to go. <laughs> we don't want to tear ourselves down yeah. and build ourselves up. We want to stay exactly where we are and point the finger outwardly. It shows strength when you can have humility, look at within yourself and say, I ain't worth a shit. 
I need to get better at this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. Excuse my language. Man. I know. <laughs> I know what, you Tyler. And, what was the turning point for you? You said you grew up and you did have the mentality my mother, of blaming man. others. What was I, the turning my, point? My mother, dude. My mother. You are not a victim. Stop acting like one. Oh, really? Yeah. She would teach you that. Oh, absolutely. Taught us that, taught us that at an early age. Stop looking for handouts. Ain't nobody going to save you. And I've said this on the show so many times. Ain't nobody going to love you like you. Mm -hmm. When things get thick and it gets hard, if you ain't loving yourself and taking care of number one, ain't nobody going to be there to Mm -hmm. save you. So take away the victim mentality. And if you want it, you go get it. Don't look for Joe Biden or Donald Trump or whoever your local politician is to 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 help you out. And I think one of the things that we have to really look at, and I'm going to get political now. I'm going to go there right now, right here. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go right now. Press stop record. We we always talk about, well, the inner city and helping out people and doing this and that. Get your ass out and do it. Oh, get involved. Hold on now. No, get involved. Get involved with 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 a charity that that's that that you want to support. Get on the street and help. I mean, that's how you get involved, man. Stop looking for everyone outside. Oh, I got to hire. We got to get this politician because this politician is going to do this and this and for us in the inner city. No, 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 no. It takes you to get your ass, get off your ass and get out there and help go. and get involved. That's how you make a difference. Now you're preaching, bro. Now I'm preaching, dog. Man. I told you I was going to put that TV Jakes <laughs> on you in a minute. So... But let's play devil's advocate here. Just add a little, add a little wrinkle to this conversation. What about the people that say that you nobody accomplishes anything? And and again, we we touched on this a little bit earlier, but you can't do it yourself. No, you can't. You can't. But there's a bit. Well, no, 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 no. Was that, is Sorry, that the expectation? Me, well, I want to let me. I want to try to rephrase this because again, what we're talking about is is you've got to take ownership of yourself. Yes. And you're the one that's going to get you. Now, other people are going to help you along the way, but what about people that are completely on the, on the far end of that spectrum of you can't do anything yourself? You uh, can't no. help yourself. Well, no. Like, you're saying specifically? Right. You have to have help. Because what you're saying is you take ownership of yourself. Right. You take the actions necessary to get to where you want to go. And along the way, people come in and they help you along the way. Right. What I hear on the complete opposite side of that is I'm going to sit back. I have to have help. I can't. No, get, that's true. I, that's I'm at not, a disadvantage. You know, that's, that's, that's the biggest I'm starting PS. on. I'm starting yeah. 25 yards behind everybody else. Oh, I can't. Yeah. You know, whether it's, whether it's the color of your skin, no, whether man. it's where you grow up, whatever, it is, whatever you perceive to be yeah. your disadvantage. Yeah. What about those people? Look, I, I, I'll say it like it is. There, there are some disadvantages. Absolutely. 100% agree. Absolutely some disadvantages. But in the end, if you want to force change, however you want to force change, you have to be disruptive somewhere down the line. So there has to be some kind of disruption, right? So it, why can't the disruption be with you? Why can't it be um, that you want to support a cause, whatever cause that may be? Maybe it's you know, feeding kids in, in the inner city. Mm. Maybe it's, you know, you know, for me, it's, you know, feeding kids, making sure they get a breakfast or eat the right things in the inner city. It's education, which I'm preaching every single day, which my, my C5 Texas folks educate these kids, get involved. And it's, you know, it's okay to be a self-starter in this process. If whatever it is that you're passionate about, 
if you're waiting for other people to make the decision for you, it's never going to get done. Mm-hmm. It's never going it, it will never get done. And I, I'm telling you right now, it, for me, it's always started. And I go back and I know I'll always give my mother credit, but I, I've just watched her over the years get involved with church, the church councils, doing things like she saw, she would see things and she'd say, look, that needs to change. Well, it wasn't that she was waiting on other, other people to get involved. Matter of fact, I can tell you this. My mother used to get involved with charities and guess who else had to be there uh, when she made the determination that she was going to get involved? Me, my brother, my sister, all the people on, on our block. It's because she had an initiative that she wanted to get accomplished and she just told you, you're going to go with me. That's a self-starter, man. Mm-hmm. And that's how mm-hmm. I think that's how I've grown up through the process. Because, I, again, it, if you don't actually want to put your – if you're not of the mindset of I want to make change, but I don't know how to get started, well, it's just, just look from within. Look at the dude in the mirror. He'll tell you. Let's take your mom for an example because your mother, your, your, your father, you know, stepped out, whatever. And mm-hmm. so your mother was left with four kids, correct? Four kids, yeah. Four kids to raise all by herself. Mm-hmm. Who taught her? Where did that come from for her to decide? Because it would have been, she would have every single excuse, excuse. and reason yes. to sit back and say, I'm going to let the government take care of me. I'm going to yeah. let other people. This is other people's fault. I didn't put myself in this. She would have every right to say something like that. Man. Where did that no, mindset come I, from no, your mother? Well, I, that will get, that would take us down to a, a religious and a faith mm. base. Man, my mother's a very, very strong Christian woman. And the church has played a big, huge role in her upbringing. But, you know, just through power of prayer, one, and then just taking on the responsibility. Just like really just, I, I think it started from her family life because a lot of my, my grandmother, grandfather, and all were very, very independent. Uh, they always worked. Mm-hmm. The, there was no such thing as not working. And I think that's the, been the mentality for her is I've watched her. And I think a lot of it, what we do in our lives is just through experiences. I've watched her work two jobs her entire life. Since I can remember, she worked two jobs. Does she love, just love working two jobs? No. <laughs> Hell no, she did. That was a leading that, question. <laughs> but she knew what she so had to do. So why would she do it? Yeah. Because that's what she had to do. But to, she could have just... Collected money from, from that, the government. That was not her, that was not her makeup. It wasn't it wasn't made up. She wasn't made that way. And I think she wanted it was a, a lesson for her kids as well to say, uh, not only are you gonna go to school, like I went to school and I worked. Did you? I, I mean, I, yes. Mm-hmm. And it sucked working at Kentucky Fried Chicken and Payless Cashways and all these places, man. That and I can uh, target. I mean, I think I had eight jobs at one. Really? Some, yeah, I always. Work and I started laying, helping my uncles lay carpet when I was twelve years old. I mean, I didn't, there were no choices. This is what you're gonna do. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna stay home and, and play. You know, well, we didn't have video games back there, yeah. so it wasn't an excuse. But we didn't have those type of things. But I didn't stay home and just hang out, man. Everyone was out of the house. All my brothers who were older than me worked. My sister worked at, at young ages. So that's how I came up. So all I always knew was in order to get a paycheck, it, it starts with me. Mm-hmm. I, I got to go get a job. Right. In order for me to go get insurance on my car, guess who's getting it and buying it? Well, that would start with right. me. If I'm right. trying to get that $400 Volkswagen, well, it took me like eight months back then. Mm-hmm. Minimum wage wasn't much, but... <laughs> took me a long time to save that money for that $450 bug, but it started with me, man. So, you know, that's the mentality that I would love to, to, 
you know, that's what I, I share with a lot of, yeah. uh, you know, kids specifically in the inner city, because again, it, it, you know, the victim mentality has to go, man. Mm-hmm. We, 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 we can't sit back and act like we, that there's going to be handouts. If you want it as a parent, uh, teach your kids a certain way of, of, of how to go about their business, man. But, you know, we got to hold ourselves accountable for it. But Darren, you don't understand my life. You've made millions of dollars playing yeah. the game. My parents are both crackheads. Mm-hmm. My brothers and sisters, I don't even know them. You don't understand my life. So how can you sit there and tell me that it's up to me? Well, who else is it up to? You want to live? Mm-hmm. Who else is it up to? You want to have a productive life? If, you're, if your parents are crackheads and, and there's no one there to support you, you got, it's got to start somewhere, man. Mm-hmm. And, and, and again, I totally, man, what you just said, you don't have any friends growing up that I saw go through that process. Some of them that just flat out failed, but then others who, man, just rebounded and are tough, like way tougher than I ever could ever, ever be. Mm-hmm. Like mentally tough. But I've seen them rebound, go to college, and move on, man. It's just, you know, it's, it's what you really want to make out of it, man. If, you, if it's a lesson and you, you're seeing the negativity, but then in, out of the negativity, man, if you work through it, brother, the positive's coming. You just mm-hmm. got to work through those processes and not, and not expect people to hold your hand or that they owe you or that someone owes you something. Mm-hmm. So where do you start? If you do find your, if you're listening to this and you do find yourself, maybe not as extreme as what we just said, you yeah. know, both your parents aren't at home. Maybe it's a little bit more subtle and you know, you're, you're not, you're not at the point in your career where you want to be mm-hmm. or your first plan failed and it was something you worked for a long, yeah. long time and it didn't quite work out the way you wanted it to be. Where do I start? You know what? That's a question I have for you. That's a question I have for you because you are one of the, you're a damn good athlete. And, and I know Tyler and I played in the NFL, but if you don't know Ben, he can freaking, he can, you know, he's a damn good athlete. So you went through that process. Where was the reset button? What was it? What was it in your life that said that, you know, you didn't make it, you had to tore up, you tore up your knee, you, you didn't, you're not going to make it to the NFL. That's not a part of your dream. It's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. What happened in your life that said, okay, I got to hit the reset button. I got to go. That's a good question, and it's hard, to, it's hard to pinpoint one thing, which I know is not helpful if you're sitting here listening mm-hmm. to this, because it would be nice if I could just sit here and say, this is what you do, A, B, C, D, but that's part of the nuance. That's there right. is no A, B, C, D. That's right. It's just a nuance, and it's, it's kind of you just figure it as you go. I mentioned it earlier. I didn't do a good job at all right. the first year. So I got injured in 2011. 2012, I did my pro day, and ultimately it didn't end up working out like I thought I got invited to a camp but that ended up falling Mm -hmm. through so that whole 2012 and then into 2013 I literally got a job moving furniture so my Mm -hmm. daily schedule was I wake up first thing in the morning I go work out I go lift right then I go to work all day till five six o'clock and then I go back to the field and I and I uh, run routes with our quarterbacks after their practice was over. Mm-hmm. So that was my daily. That's what wow. I did every single day. Every day started at five, didn't end until eight or so nine. So what o'clock. did you wait in order for your day to start at five? What did you have to get up? And this is one of the things I always want to tell people. What's the first thing that had to happen that day? What did you have to get up? What did you have to do? I just told you. I had to make a decision 
that this is something that I really, really wanted. But what's the first thing that happened that day? Because this is what, and this is what I'm going to say. Are you looking for you a had, specific answer? You had to get up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You had to get out of bed, right? Yeah. So that is one of the biggest problems that we have. Right there. Mm-hmm. Getting out of bed early in the morning. Because here it comes, because if you think about it, everyone has an excuse for getting out of the bed. Hell, I had an excuse this morning, which I didn't work out this morning. Because what was my excuse? Too tired. Went to sleep too late last night. Yeah. Right? Right. So that was my excuse. So everyone has an excuse. The best thing you could ever do every day is get up early. Mm-hmm. That's one. Have you heard the phrase, the phrase that comes to mind? And honestly, this is how I lived that year of my life. It's the phrase of, uh, I want to wake up in a way that the devil says, oh shit, he's yeah, here awake. He here he goes. <laughs> hear, hear that man that go. That was how yes. I woke up every single day. Yes. Because my drive, my desire, my passion was into making it to the next level in football. That was my, that was my one and only focus for that, that whole next year. You know what? You just simplified the whole, the whole scenario right there. Is because most people will not get up. Or they don't know why they're getting up. They, they don't know why they're getting up. Exactly. Right. What's the purpose? What's the why? why? What is the reason why? But I even think, look, even if you don't have that purpose or that why or whatnot, get up in the morning. Walk outside. Take some time to figure it out. <laughs> Take some time to figure <laughs> Write it yeah. down. Yeah, because that leads into what I was going to say. After it became, so I got married that year. Again, we're, we're <laughs> rehashing my story, but I got married that summer of 2012. And, and this, oh, by the way, as I'm doing all this selfish work to, right. to chase this dream, I'm married, by the yeah, way. Right. Terrible husband at the time. Yeah. yeah. So for me, that entire year, but once it became blatantly obvious that it wasn't worth it to chase this anymore. Now, Tyler, he had a different perspective. He chased it for six, seven right. years. For me personally, I made the decision. It's just not that important to me. Mm-hmm. So then at that point, I was lost. I was wandering. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what I was going to do. But I knew there was something else. And as long as I was waking up and I was jumping into the fight, I didn't know where the fight was going. Right. I didn't know where I was headed, but I was still willing to get up and, and still do it. Yeah. Still keep going. Still, still put one foot in front of the other. All those cliches that you hear. Mm-hmm. And again, I, I didn't know what direction I was headed into, but I knew I couldn't just stop. Right. That dream was over. That setback happened. There's nothing I could do about it. And so when that, that switch flipped for me, that's when things started to take off. That's when you and I met. Right. That's what led me to doing what I'm doing today mm-hmm. is because I decided that there's, that there's things in my control and that's all that I have. I you can know, concern well, myself exactly, with. Exactly. But you, there were things that you knew that, first of all, you figured out what your why was and you finally started getting up to just to get up. Like right? mm-hmm. that's the process is getting up and then getting things done. But what is, and I'll, and I'll speak on, on when we first met, one of the first things I knew about you were you're going to be there, you're going to be up, show up on time, uh, hold me accountable for my actions, right? And this is just through a workout process. This was every day, every time we worked mm-hmm. out. I didn't have to. I knew when I walked in, it was like, hey, I don't give a damn what you did last night. This is what you're doing today. Right. Right. And that's the accountability factor. So when and whoever's listening out there, especially young kids, when, when you know, and that's who I'm specifically talking to, man, because my mind works that way. It's like I just want to help so many young kids in, in the, the decisions that they make every day. If you just get up and are available 
Mm-hmm. The best, the greatest ability is availability, man. Hands down. If I can just, you, you have no idea because of the fact that I got up every day after a football game. I play a game on Friday in high school. Saturday morning, I was at work. The, the boss didn't give a damn if I scored five touchdowns the day before. No. You better punch in at 7.30 a.m. That's how it worked, mm-hmm. right? But the greatest gift that I got through that process, and I don't know how many bosses I had, they would always help me through processes. Like, okay, hey, look, I know we're only paying $4 an hour over here, dude. But Four? Dude, we three twenty five back in the day. Yeah, I know. But anyway. How I mean, old are you? <laughs> Jeez. Back when you were a but horse to can work, I, huh? Can I just <laughs> and a horse and a carriage? But I, but I'm telling you that I, I don't know how many people because I was always available. How many people helped me through processes? Mm-hmm. Like again, we go back to not you know doing it all by myself. But I think part of it is the, that part of it that that showed that if I just showed up every yes. day, yes. there was going to be someone right. in the end. Someone was going to realize, damn, this dude is consistent, right? He's going to be there. And it's the same thing I knew with you. You were consistent. And now it's gotten to us to a point where we've gone from, you know, you being at, you know, the gym working out. And then now we're doing commercial real estate together. And now we're doing podcasts because of the consistency. And that's where it starts with these young kids. And you know where that was cultivated? It was cultivated in the year of my life that I would, that I would say was the toughest year of my life. Yeah. That mindset of, of, I'm just going to keep showing up. There's things that are outside of my control that I right. just, there's, there's things that happen to me that I just can't control. Mm-hmm. And so we, we ask people all the time on this show, if you could go back and tell yourself one thing, what, what would you go and what would you tell I would go back and tell myself, no matter where you find yourself, no matter what you're doing, take the best in that situation that you can. Learn from that situation. Right. Mm, that what can you learn from wherever you are? Mm-hmm. Because... And we've talked about, this has been a topic on the show before, so we won't spend, but kind of wrapping this all back into the original conversation was, you know, blaming other people and and you're where you are because of you. It's, you know, I kind of just went, sorry, I just went blank on. (laughs) Blame other people. What? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So, I mean, it's just, you know, you go back and you tell yourself that what can I learn in this moment? What can I learn in this, in this scenario? How are the things that I'm doing today? How do they apply to future? Right. And if you can take that mindset, it doesn't matter what happens to you. Yeah. Because it's going to set yourself up for whatever it is that you're doing going forward. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, you know, again, I think that's one of the, but that's, you know, if I've ever had a problem was my, my biggest problem was I've been so intent on going, 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 going. I never really enjoyed the journey. Mm-hmm. And that, that's been for me, uh, one of the one of the regrets that I do have, because, you know, again, when you're a goer, when you're when you're trying to accomplish things in your life, you know, you're not going to be perfect. Mm-hmm. You're not, man. I mean, you know, I've always had that. Again, my mentality was even through transitions, if I just showed up and if I kept doing it, kept doing it, kept doing it, good things were going to happen. It just it just they were there and in, in, inevitable they were going to happen, which they have for the most part of my life. But on the back end of that is that I didn't enjoy, I couldn't mm. step back to enjoy some of those processes. Right. I, I really didn't. But again, I mean, and I, and, and we're sitting here talking about the outside sources, not, you know, 
you know, you be the influence and not allow the outside forces to be the influence in you. But, you know, it starts again, it starts with you. And if you can just keep on chopping wood and continue to learn, because we're going to continue through your process, you're going to continue to learn, continue to learn, but just be available through it. Yeah. Yeah. I, like I said, to kind of wrap this all up, I know we kind of went a couple yeah. of different directions. Well, there, all right, but, man, we need to yeah. have these, ta- these yeah. conversations. I mean, the whole, the whole basis is though, wherever you find yourself, start looking at, start looking in the mirror at yourself. Mm-hmm. Think about what you can do. What can you control? And you know, the mirror sometimes, you know where the mirror is, you know, of course it's, you know, looking in the mirror in the morning and knowing who you are, but it also sometimes, especially, you know, especially if you have kids and that's my mirror at times as well mm-hmm. is to look at my kids and say, okay, what do I, you know, what is their expectation of me? What is my expectation of them? But when I look at my kids sometimes, man, it, it just, it, it's like that go button all over again. Mm-hmm. Cause I just want so much more for them. Right. And for self. So, you know, for those that are out there right now that, that, you know, are living uh, in some tough situations. Um, and again, I, you know, I'm, I always speak because I have the inner city mindset of, you know, helping out those in the inner city is, you know, if you're a parent, man, be a dad. You know, be a mom, man. You know, just give. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, I'll, I'll leave with that because I don't want to get emotional, man. But yeah. we just don't do enough uh, for those kids. And they're so innocent yep. to the situation. Just, just give to them. Well, what better lesson could you pass along than it's on me to get us to where we need to go? Nobody's coming to save us. Yeah. I'm not waiting for rescue. Yes, I need help along the way. I'm not saying I don't need help, but if it's, got, it's, <laughs> if it's meant to be, it's up to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and what better lesson can you teach your kids than you know, instead of sitting back and waiting, yeah. you be proactive and you go out there and you go get it. So, yeah. man, love it. All right. Hey, uh, things are getting better. <laughs> Got emotional on yeah, that good. one, but hey, look, I, you know the show is going to continue. I know Tyler's coming back next week. Mm-hmm. We got guests continuing mm-hmm. to, to come on the show. Good news next week. We're going to break some really great news yeah. on the direction of the of the show. Um, and I'll and I'll say this: that this episode, when you're hearing this, is actually just a day after we're recording it, and so. The next four interviews that we have, we were just talking about this before we press record, man. They are something special. Oh, yeah, they are. And I don't yeah. just say that because obviously we're, we're biased and we, we think our show is awesome, but <laughs> we are. literally we the, are. the next four <laughs> interviews that we have, the next four weeks are, are the best conversations we've with some of the best men yeah. that we've had an opportunity to talk to. And so, I'm so we're so excited to, to share that with you guys. We think you're going to get so much out of that. So please, 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 I know we say this every week, please share this. Mm-hmm. that's how this show grows. That's how we, we can spread the message is by you guys just telling a friend. That's right. It, it's sure. I, I know it might sound corny. It might sound cheesy. I get it, but just text somebody say, Hey man, this, this episode really spoke to me and, and I think it might speak to you too. So right. share with your, share with your friends because again, you'll want to tune in the next few weeks. Uh, and then also for the big announcement yep. next week. So we appreciate you guys. We love you guys. That's the reason we do this, man. We, we really do think that, that hopefully we're, we're getting you to think, we're getting you to grow, we're getting you to head in the direction that you're after. That's the whole point of the show. 
teaching you the lessons that we've learned and, and hopefully helping you guys out, getting you where you want to be. So we appreciate you guys. See you later.